Welcome to Planet of the Spades. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to see this, if this would just be audio or not, but I am not wearing my Max today because I wanted this to be as serious as we can possibly make it. Today I'm going to talk about the thing I basically have been most requested to talk about, not just on the show, but just in general. The question I've been asked more times than not when we're going to film and just friends have asked me this time a year ago was I actually going to retire when facing the fallen at Rising Empire. Now I want to go back a few months. December when at Christmas Chaos, this is where this kind of whole thing started. I was thrown chest and face first onto the mat, my back bending all the way back, my feet touching my head. And I was in pain, I think, for two or three months. And I mean, I was in so much pain. When I was BYWE champion, I was planning each and every time just in case I couldn't make it to actually do a match. I was pretty much, like a lot of people thought I was doing pain killer matches as like short matches to show dominance when I was pretty much just not capable of going longer than a few minutes because I was in that much pain. And that's... What got the ball rolling was what was I going to do if I got injured? Like that affects you in the future. And it started making me think of how long I could go in wrestling before I would want to retire. So that started the whole thing in my head was... If I ever got hurt, how would I pay the bills? How would I, you know, make it by when I can't walk when I'm sitting in bed in pain? But I would, I would definitely like to say that was not the main thing that got it going. So I kind of just around the time, I think it was... Pretty much by the end of January, I was fully ready to go. I was getting excited for the future. And then this was around the time I was presented, you know, with a few ideas for BYD Mania of who to do what as I was going to plan Mania. And pretty much what, like, the idea pretty much, like, was should I walk into BYD with the the BYD title to BYD Mania or not. And that's when me and the Fallen came up with the idea of our storyline and we absolutely loved it and I was of course willing to drop the BYD title just to do this story because this story was just so good to me. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those ideas that I knew could be one of the biggest storylines in BYD history if we do it right. And yeah, we were just doing it right every week. 
even with uh, COVID happened and we were doing segments on our free time because we couldn't make it to the shows, they were really, really good. But there, there definitely was one issue and it was an issue I have had, I think, my entire time wrestling. And I am a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to things. I really want things to go right. When we have to redo something to, to weather, you know, we have to change dates or something like that. You know, like, it's a, it's a very stressful thing. So I always want things to just go well and perfect stressfully. Nothing go bad in matches. And... I I mean I even am at the point that, that I tell people not to do something so dangerous as I don't want to see someone get injured. I am very much of a mindset where I want things to go right. I want things to go nice and smooth, people cooperating, people getting along, no one getting hurt. And I think I just, you know, since being in charge have always had this mindset that I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure people don't get hurt and I can do the best I can do. And then that translates to wrestling where I want to do things right. I want to do things well and I want to represent the company well no matter where I am on the card. And for some reason with the Fallen storyline with how much attention it was getting... That kind of like doubled that I needed to make sure to put on the best matches I could possibly do. I was just done as being BYU champion. I was making the eccentric oddity. I was about to win the high risk briefcase. There was a lot of things that needed to go right. And around this time was then COVID. And I, I think I was at the point I was beyond stressed out. Each week having to change things around, not knowing who was going to come, not knowing if we were even going to be able to do Mania. And it was all just kind of colliding into, I was just going just into a horrible, horrible month of state. I was beyond, beyond stressed. I literally did not know how we kept shows going when... I was that stressed, editing each show, which was about two a week, doing pay-per-views, starting up with the commentary, and I, I generally don't know how I was doing this all. And then on top of this, wrestling, making creative ideas to keep things going despite COVID, uh, talking to people on a daily basis, seeing when they could return, if they were going to be there. And I was getting to the point I was beyond stressed. And then it, it was pretty much that despite everyone was saying this was such a good storyline. I got stressed to the point that I really did not think I was doing that good. I kind of thought I was just doing so bad. Like every week I would watch what I was doing. And just thought I was just awful. I was, I was stressed. I was 
just doing horrible, in my mind at least. And then that's brought back the thing a few months ago at that point that should I retire? And to me, despite there were so many things I still wanted to do, I so badly wanted to win every championship at least once. I wanted to win the Rumble. I wanted to main event BYW Mania and somehow, some way, prove I can be world champion once again. But despite all that, someone who... I went from a person who was usually motivated by each goal to just... There, there was just nothing. I Every goal, I just kept saying, like, in my head. Because I really wanted to win the rest of the year. Like, and to me, it's just like, well, you're always just going to be underappreciated. Win a world title. I've only won it once. Oh, being a grandstand champion. I've won enough titles. Win the Rumble. I've, I've at least competed. So pretty much in my mind, all these goals I usually have, I just kept making excuses. And when you're making excuses to not achieve your goals, being stressed out, and thinking you're just doing awful, it just made this horrible combination. And then backstage, there was some serious stuff going around, and people were arguing, and I was at the point that I just thought I was... Then doing just such an awful job running everything. I thought every single week backstage on camera every day I was just thought I was just doing beyond awful. And around this time we needed so much dedication to BYD to make it done right. I was either working my regular job or doing BYD stuff or just resting and relaxing to make sure I was capable to go. So basically I was just living for BYWE in a beyond stressed state that I just needed something to get out of it. And to me, it was, it was retire. It was, that, that was the solution was it was never going to be why I could never fix everything. I could never make the company go smoothly again. And yeah, it was mainly because of COVID, but to me, it was just my fault. I blamed myself. There was nothing I could do to make it go right. And it got to me. I was at the point I was, I was beyond depressed. I was at the point that I I uh, I at I, I was at the point that um I I was uh planning to uh I was at the point that I was planning to uh, kill myself, and 
that's not the first time I was depressed in BYAE. You can usually tell on camera if I am because I put myself into sometimes, not all the time, because I love extreme wrestling, but sometimes certain things I was just putting myself in, and especially around this time, just because I felt like I deserved to be in pain. I was putting myself in extreme matches quite often actually around this time because I thought I deserved to get hit hard. I deserved to be in pain. And then of course, being injured earlier that year, it just made my body feel worse. I then made me feel mentally worse. And usually the only other thing I would do is book myself to be on lose to like a extreme point. Um, that That's also not why I had my first losing streak, just so everyone knows. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I was, around that time, the first losing streak, um, my first year, was just to prove that everyone needs to lose eventually, and I was going to take the L. Because I was just starting to run things, so I needed to make sure everyone knew. Like, listen, you all don't want to take L's right now? Let me show you how it's done. But a little bit in the following storyline, I think I was losing just... Because I wanted to... Because I, I felt like I was a loser. So I thought I needed to show that on camera. that You know, because then it was just like in me... To, to me, monthly, I... It somehow equal to be... I felt like a loser. I should be a loser on camera. That's just how it needed to be. Because I sucked. I shouldn't be good on camera. And that then all led to the match with the Fallen. I thought about it once or twice. I thought I... I, I mean, to me, if everyone was saying that the Fallen storyline was the best I could do... But if everyone was saying it was the best storyline I've ever done... And to me, I thought I was doing so awful. I thought there was nothing better I could ever do. Well, what a better point to leave off on. On what I felt like was a failure, you know, what everyone thought was doing good. And just leave wrestling. And then possibly end my life. And I, I was generally going into that match to lose. I was planning to lose. Fallen, the diamond, everyone, when they, they just thought it was a storyline, but that day they put some of the pieces together and I, then when I wasn't saying who was going to win that match that day, then I said I was thinking about retiring and it kind of, I told them most likely that was going to be my last match and it it, it was the one moment in months that I felt some sort of, like I felt relief in a moment to see that people cared that I was thinking about retiring. They didn't know why, but they cared. And to see that as a match went to start, that everyone's on the hill watching. Spencer Knife wanted to be the referee. Solitaire was watching at the window.
because they also heard I was jumping from the window, so they wanted to make sure I, I was doing that safely. And I think that was... That moment to see everyone killed slightly changed my mind. But I was going in to lose. People told me I shouldn't, but I was planning to lose. As the match went on, I went in knowing this was my last match. I changed my mindset. I wanted to do these extreme things to put on one last damn good match. I needed to make sure if I was going to leave, it was going to be the best damn match I could possibly do. And we were throwing everything at each other. There was a few mistakes maybe that you guys couldn't see, but we were throwing it all at each other. And then it got to the point I jumped from the window. The cue that the match only was supposed to go for another few minutes. It wasn't the perfect landing. I was planning to land on my back. I landed on my feet. And when I hit the ground, everyone thought I was in pain. But I was, I was upset with myself. That was not how I wanted to land. I wanted to land on my back. I thought it looked stupid. Everyone keeps commenting that it looked great. I think it looked awful because I'm on that mindset that that's not what I planned it to do. You know, that few inches of where I was supposed to be landing differently. That's, you know, just torn my... Because in my head I was just going like, if I just torn my body a few inches more, it would have just been so perfect. And then it didn't matter. It's time to end the match. It's time to decide. And Fallen saw that I wasn't fighting much at this point. It was the last minute or two. Fallen started. He gave me the Weeper's call. And at that moment. I decided to end it. I decided I was going to retire. The Fallen. I think he, I think he had a feeling that I was going to retire. Because he gave me like three or four Weeper's call. In his head. He wanted to make sure I went out. I think. Uh, getting destroyed because he didn't want to make it seem like any sort of thing Blue Spade could get up from. How can you knock out Blue Spade, hit your finish as many times as you can? Then he picked me up, he started to climb the ropes. And I was going through my mind of my career and I was going through the match. And the thing that stuck out to me was people's caring and that the match had one little mistake. That one little mistake and that it wasn't perfect got me thinking. I was like, fuck it, I can't end like this. And I fought back. Luckily, we planned two or three finishes. Because Fallen didn't know I was doing it either. So, of course, we started talking about a finish of how I was going to win. Because Fallen thought I was going to win. And I just quickly had to remember that finish. Smash the skull. One. Got to celebrate with Solitaire. Which was definitely one of my favorite things I've ever done. Was that everyone just broke character just to uh, do the celebration. Uh, it, was, it was great. It took another month or so. For me to start getting back onto a better mental state of what I should 
think and feel like, and it eventually did. You know, we started getting into a groove, and I, you know, that solved that stress. I then, you know, with the bigger stuff out of the way for the year, you know, especially after Heat Wave, that started to relieve some of that stress. People, you know, the personal issues with each other, they got over it, and it's a stress started to leave that, you know, match of glory and everyone complimenting me got rid of the, me thinking I was doing shit. And it all came together that I got into the place that I needed to be in mentally. And it was, it was great to feel good again and get better think better and you know do things the way I I should do if I want to do something extreme it should be that I want to do it not because I want to put myself in pain and it's overall <laughs> since then Grand Slam champion had a a moment you know to uh, Spencer Knife was leaving for a little bit we thought at that time for other, maybe making once or twice appearances a year. You know, no one had the chance to take the Intercontinental title. No one was in the right place booking-wise. So I got him. Got to do one of the other things I've always wanted to do. Show that Blue's Play can do a proper heel one, which was just beyond great. Uh, had a chance to win the one, but decided not to. Almost main evented Mania and won the world title and owned an, it fully in my mind, owned that world title. And there's still so still some stuff I want to do. Now there's a lot of people I want to face. Got back to the point of if I'm losing, I, I'm not trying to make myself look like a loser because I love putting people over. I love making people look good. I love losing because it make you know, that's also why I like the losing streak that I did a couple of years ago was just everyone got to win. It got to make people look good. And, you know, I also, I got to do that a few times in the past year and a half. I lost to Elise a few times, which to me, one of the favorite things I got to do because you know, I helped her get over a little bit. I helped make her look strong. And I showed to everyone, listen, if you're facing a girl, if you're facing a guy, it's the same thing. You can lose. And that was, you know, really fun to do. And I think I just, I think I've just done a lot of the things. And now it doesn't even matter. Like, I don't have to try to bargain with myself to wrestle. It's not like, Oh, you still have a few more things to do. You know, you should stay. No, I'm staying because I want to stay. I'm staying because I like it. I even have thought of ways to make editing easier. And I've even enjoyed editing. Enjoyed doing commentary and stuff. So, it's kind of all just have worked out now. And, I mean, I could have clearly gone into a bit more details on certain things throughout this road but i just kind of wanted to give you guys the general little bit about the stories it was 
it happened about a year ago, so I thought it was about time to at least talk about it once for all of you to kind of fully understand and know what was going on. I uh, thank you guys for joining me. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Planet of the Spades. We have a Patreon now. So all episodes of the podcast will be only there before they go out on Spotify and things like that. Which is now a thing. And I'll link that in the description below. And that's just so cool. But uh, next time, you guys are going to get to vote on who... I have on the show. I'm going to pick a few people that I really want to have onto the show. And we're going to get to talk a little bit. You know, think of some subjects to talk about. Um, I think one of the people on my list of people I want to talk about is Spencer Nightfall. Because I might do a summer or heat wave themed show. Because, you know, BYD's big summer show is happening. Uh... In just a few weeks. So that's going to be fun. Really hope you guys enjoyed the show. You know. It, it wasn't the easiest. Stuff. To talk about so. You know it was good to talk about. And it was good to have you guys know. And on the same page. Because I've just been forward so many things. Like oh no. He he wasn't actually going to leave. That was a storyline. You know. So it's it's nice to get you guys kind of on the same page. And now, right as this is going to go out, you guys are going to get to watch the second ever Rising Empire. A year later, defending the BYWE Championship in a Singapore cane match. That's going to be one to watch. And I really recommend now that you guys go back. We watched my match the following. Maybe you guys can pick up on like a few, you know, little things. But that's been all. From Blue Spade, Tyson Spade, I got prepared now to defund my championship. Hope you guys enjoyed the show.